Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield. And I'm Josiah Jones. And this is the Christ Community Podcast. We're so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we talk about some things going on at our church, discuss the latest sermon, read some scripture, and as always, we'll spend some time praying for you. So let's get to it. All right, thank you all again for being here today. We've got a great show ahead of us. Josiah, great to be back in the podcast saddle. Tell us, how was how was your vacation? I take it you got to visit with some, some old friends. Hey, Dave, uh, yes, it is great to be back. And boy, did we hit the ground running. <laughs> um, but yes, we did get to visit uh, friends uh, in Georgia. We tried to be uh, careful, so we just visited a few of our mm-hmm. close friends. And then we, we actually went off uh, to Florida hmm. as well, and uh, got a little bit of uh, had a little bit of fun in the sun. Good, uh, a little bit of a burn. That's refreshing. <laughs> yeah. uh, we may have parasailed. Oh, uh, excellent! Even our youngest Addie. Wow. So anybody scared of heights in uh, your family? Or well, we overcame that. Okay, uh, but yeah, I, I, actually, I think we have little daredevils. Uh, oh, cool for kids. But um, so. Um, we had a really, really good time. Awesome. Well, it's glad to, to be back. Yeah, it, it is. It's good to have you back. We were able to slip away too for a little bit, and it was refreshing to get some sun, but um, now to dig out of the work that is piled up um, while while I was away. Uh, and that's okay, because uh, work, work to do means that God is up to something, and that's always exciting when God's on the move. It sure is. Uh, as we've talked about before, healthy things bear fruit, Mm -hmm. and we've seen lots of fruit in the last few months at our church, people coming to Christ, uh, lots of visitors both online Mm -hmm. and in person, Mm -hmm. even progress in reopening is a form of growth, Yeah, um, Yeah. because we're having to navigate lots of information and opinions and desires Mm -hmm. and do it in a way that... uh, demonstrates love to one another and and honors and glorifies yeah. our Savior. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, speaking of reopening, I think I'm sure our listeners will be glad to hear that uh, we're moving forward this week with celebrating the Lord's Table. Yes, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we will be doing the Lord's Supper a little bit differently mm-hmm. than we normally do. Uh, out of a desire to take extra... It's going to all be in Latin, is yeah, that it? Yes, like, like, exactly. like our Roman Catholic friends, all in Latin. Exactly. <laughs> uh, no, we'll be coming together with... It. We'll be picking up on our way in mm-hmm. uh, individual uh, elements, mm-hmm. and and we won't be coming forward. We'll be taking them from our seat. Uh, so okay. there won't... Uh, things that will enable us to continue to follow uh, guidelines from... Uh, the state of Indiana and CDC that we think uh, is wise in light of the uh, ongoing measures to protect people against mm-hmm. the pandemic. Um, but most importantly, even though we'll be doing things slightly differently, mm-hmm. we still have an opportunity to commune with Jesus mm-hmm. in this special way that he uh, ordains through the sacrament of Holy Communion. And I'm expecting... Yeah. Christ to meet with us in a mm-hmm. powerful way, to renew us, to deepen uh, our communion with Him and with one another. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. We need to be reminded we're one body, and uh, this 
sacrament uh, beautifully, powerfully mm-hmm. um, uh, drives home the incredible blessing both of our communion with uh, God through Christ and our communion with one another through Christ. Right, right. It's a meal to be shared with one another. That's yes. awesome. And, and of course, there's lots of other things going on uh, around here. Jessica Livermore is working feverishly on finding a way to reopen the kids' ministries at church, and um, we've got a, a new round of our membership class, Discover Christ Community. Um, that's going to be starting uh, soon, and uh, so we're excited about that, because that means God has uh, brought new people our way. So God is definitely up to, up to things here at Christ Community Church, and that's exciting for sure. It is, and we, we also are in the midst of doing officer training. Uh, we've oh, yeah. just passed a new church budget mm-hmm. where we've sought to, we've made some adjustments mm-hmm. uh, to seek to be responsible, good stewards of the resources right. God's given us while continuing to press forward because the kingdom of God is advancing and we, uh, this is not a time for a retreat, this mm-hmm. is a time to believe Christ to advance yeah. His glorious kingdom yeah. in a world that desperately needs to know uh, Jesus. Yeah, amen to that. Praise God for what He's continuing to do. Um, so let's then, let's chat about the sermon, and uh, it seemed like, <laughs> from my perspective, if I were in your shoes, that wouldn't have been an easy sermon to preach. It felt it felt like a, almost like a prophetic word, like a burden that, I, that well, it was. It was Ezekiel's <laughs> prophetic burden that he had, and it was hard for the people to hear, but it was for their good, and as Ezekiel said, for God's uh, name, uh, the praise of His name. So why don't you just give us a rundown of the sermon, and then we'll, and then we'll chat about it. Yes. Well, uh, that sermon and that message, God's prophetic word through Ezekiel, mm-hmm. was hard and yet hopeful, mm-hmm. extremely hopeful. So hard because it, it pointed out to the reality that God's people um, uh, were, were not uh, living the way that they were intended, right. um, and, and the root of the problem was their hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, that the thrust of this sermon was, if we are going to be a healthy church, uh, we need healthy hearts, or more specifically, looking mm-hmm. at Ezekiel's prophecy, we need new hearts right. Right. for God to take out that heart of stone that's dead, that's mm-hmm. cold uh, toward and, and, and indifferent, and even hostile toward Him, and give us a heart of flesh that is alive to God, that beats for Him, that uh, that wants Him, that uh, seeks Him. Mm-hmm. Now, the 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 uh, uh, connection that we made is this is pointing this is pointing the head mm-hmm. uh, to what Jesus going was promising to bring in the new birth, and so you have in John three Jesus alluding to this as he's speaking. Uh, to Nicodemus and saying, uh, I'm, I'm the one who gives this. Uh, the Spirit gives, uh, uh, brings this both cleansing from the defilement uh, uh, as well as uh, this new nature, which has this new heart mm-hmm. uh, that knows, loves, uh, and trusts in God. Well, how does he do it is the question. How does the Spirit do this? Mm-hmm. He does that by enabling us to see Christ mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. we see Christ, uh, he he tears out that heart of stone and gives us a heart 
of flesh that then that does trust uh, in uh, uh, Jesus and trust in God and love God and want to obey his commands. So it, it is seeing Jesus mm-hmm. that enables us to have uh, uh, new hearts, hearts that um, hearts that that repent, uh, have real sorrow for our sins, mm-hmm. that trust in Jesus, and then walk in new obedience, mm-hmm. um, gospel yeah. obedience. Yeah, that's good. I, I want to press into this idea a little bit um, about looking uh, to Jesus. I think it, it, it's crucial, uh, number one, because, well, Jesus said, <laughs> said it was crucial. But I think it's also crucial because our souls are bent towards looking at something, I mean, if it's not Jesus, it could be a million other things, but our souls are made to worship, and so I think it's crucial, uh, this idea of of looking to Jesus. It's, it's not optional, it's not just a metaphor uh, or a suggestion, it's really crucial for the health of our souls. Ab- absolutely. In, in fact, both for our salvation as mm-hmm. we see Jesus, mm-hmm. th- this is our hearts are captured, and mm-hmm. they're changed, they're transformed, and uh, I, I love that the um, what Robert R- Murray McShane said. Mm-hmm. This he says, one glimpse at Jesus will save you. To gaze upon Jesus will sanctify mm-hmm. you. And he's drawing right there, straight from Second Corinthians four, where uh, Paul tells us that as we behold his glory, we're transformed mm-hmm. from one degree of glory to another. Our hearts are made to worship, mm-hmm. to find rest in 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 him. You know, as Augustine said, mm-hmm. our hearts are restless till they find rest in him. Yeah. And it's as we see him and what he's done for us that our hearts rest in him and d- delight in him and are conformed then into his likeness. Mm. But my question, I think, is this. Is that it? I mean, Scripture is filled with lots of commands post-Jesus, right? I mean, Jesus himself told us things to do. Yes. And his apostles told us things to do in the canon. Um so is that it? I mean, is it? Are we just supposed to stop there? And it's a trick question because I, I, I kind of know the answer. No, it doesn't stop there. Um, but I mean, is that it? Are we just supposed to look to Jesus? Because our 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 antinomian friends would say, just look to Jesus, and that's all you have to do. But how does that then work with all the other commands that we see Jesus giving us, and the other? Uh, author or the authors of the New Testament give us? How do you think that works together? Dave, I think that's an outstanding question. Um, We are to look to Jesus as our only hope, our only salvation, trusting and resting Mm -hmm. in Him alone for our acceptance with God. Now, here's what happens, and and we alluded to this earlier in 2 Corinthians Mm -hmm. 4. When we look at Jesus... We begin to love and adore him, mm-hmm. and we begin to want to be like him. Mm-hmm. That's why I'll cause you mm-hmm. uh, to obey my commands, yeah. right? Yeah. We, so, so then we want to be like him. So then what happens? The other commands, the law of God, isn't what we uh, seek to obey in order to be accepted by God, 
But the law of God is, it, it begins, it, it is a guide for us to, to, to become like the one whom we love and adore, mm-hmm. um, because it, it is a reflection of his character. And so it, it shows us how to love God and how to love our neighbor. And so because we're being conformed, because we're seeing Jesus, who mm-hmm. perfectly fulfilled mm-hmm. the law of God in both its vertical and horizontal mm-hmm. uh, demands, we rest in His accomplishment for our acceptance, and then we begin to be like Him. Mm-hmm. So uh, we begin to love God um, like He loved God, and we begin to love our neighbors mm-hmm. Um, like Jesus uh, loved us, because we want to. We adore Him. We want to be like Him. Mm. You know, think about how um, I, I think about when Jesus, in His Sermon on the Mount, mm-hmm. uh, starts spelling out the deeper implications of the law, that it's not just external conformity, but internal. And he, uh, uh, even as He does that, and He calls us, for example, to, to love our enemies— mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something we right. we need to hear in in this time where there's such hostility. Mm-hmm. Right, love your enemies, and he says, when you do that, you'll be sons of God. Mm-hmm. You'll be like your father. Mm-hmm. So as we're seeing the perfect reflection of the Father in Jesus, and we're drawn to Him, we trust in Him and we delight in Him. Then we start saying, yes, mm-hmm. I want to love like you love Jesus. Right. And, and so I, I do want to uh, be faithful to my spouse. I mm-hmm. do want to honor those who are in authority, Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I do want to not murder. And not only that, I want to look out for the well-being um, of others, which is the positive side of right. you know, the command not to murder and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the author of Hebrews connects the, this idea, uh, these two ideas in Hebrews 12, where... He, he said, the author said, um, lay aside weights, lay aside the sin that clings closely, run with endurance, looking to Jesus, right? So there's that connection. There's this, yes. there are, looking to Jesus is the fuel for being able to run the race, because Amen. later on in the verse it says, for the joy that was set before him. So there's this, there's this goal of joy, and we know that the source of joy is Jesus. So we're looking to Jesus, and that makes us and fuels us to lay aside the weight, lay aside the sin, and, um, and run the race that's, that's before us. Amen. Amen. In our next segment, we are going to take some time to meditate on God's Word. With so many competing voices around us, it's difficult and yet worth it to quiet our minds for a few moments and hear the Word of God. Josiah, what are we hearing today? Dave, today we're going to have a little foreshadowing of our upcoming sermon this Sunday. Mm -hmm. The sermon itself is from Ephesians 2, but we're going to read a psalm that has a similar theme in it, and that's the beauty of unity, Mm -hmm. Psalm 133. Here is God's Word. Behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. It is like the precious oil on the head running down on the beard, 
on the beard of Aaron, running down on the collar of his robes. It is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion, for there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore, the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love that psalm. It's definitely in my top ten psalms, uh, that's for sure. What, Josiah, what thoughts do you have uh, from this passage today? Well, you, what strikes us here is this image that's painted of the incredible blessing mm-hmm. of unity, it, the refreshing of mm-hmm. this, the oil that's coming down, especially in that context. This would be refreshing, renewing, uh, extremely pleasant and good, um, a, a sense, and this is the the blessing that God wants for His people mm-hmm. being uh, united. And notice it's for His people uh, because it says how good it it is, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. Mm-hmm. Those who are the family of God are meant to share this blessing. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the imagery of the priest, we've talked about this before, is significant because the, the picture of the oil often symbolizes God's presence, His Spirit, mm-hmm. and His flowing, notice, um, down uh, uh, the the high priest mm-hmm. uh, who kind of mediates, who's to, to mediate God's presence. Well, the picture here is that it's it's ultimately, and we'll see this when we look at Ephesians chapter 2, mm-hmm. as we are united to the great high priest who is God, who's come to dwell among us, mm-hmm. that we can know and experience this incredible blessing and refreshment of unity um, through Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit uh, mm-hmm. with the triune God. Yeah. And if we're not unified around that, then um, we'll, we'll fall apart, right? Because there's so many uh, dis, uh, disputes in our society today, and we might be able to rally around a cause at least for a little while, maybe for a generation, but even those things fade away with time. And I think that the only thing that's going to stand the test of time for generations to come is unity around the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I think that at the heart of this psalm, uh, that's there. Um, God dwelling with his people is in this psalm, and that's unity. And we might be able to hold hands for a while on some issues that are important, uh, but at the at the root of that has to be, I think, uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I think that's what Christ's community really is all about. Yes, yes. As we close, we want to spend some time praying for you. We want to be known as a praying church because we believe that God works through our prayers. He's ordained our prayers as a means to an end, and that end, of course, is our good and His glory. So, Josiah, why don't you start us in prayer, and then I'll close us. Gladly. Let's pray. Our God and our Father, we thank you that in the midst of a world that is divided and with the, the divisions, in fact, Lord, it just seems like uh, there's a greater division and hostility we've seen in, in a long time. Um, but in the midst of that, 
uh, you offer to us through Christ the renewal and refreshment uh, of your presence to unite us um, based on not our performance, uh, not uh, any identity marker other than ultimately being in Christ, his being our peace, uh, his performance being ours, his life um, uh, counting for us, his death counting for us, knowing that we uh, are accepted in him and that we have the same, uh, we all have the same sin, uh, but we have the same Savior. Um, um, and uh, in him uh, we have uh, joy, we have life. Uh, this is what brings us together. Pray, O oh God, that uh, we would, this coming Lord's Day, have a taste of that, taste of the refreshment of your presence united in Christ and in the gospel, what he has done for us. Father, pray that you would more and more be shaping us uh, by uh, th this gospel so that you would uh, first in the church, Lord, where we rebuild walls that uh, you have torn down through the gospel, uh, we would see those come down, that we would enjoy the unity, the love, um, the, uh, uh, the deep fellowship that you intend for us to have in the body of Christ, that the, the body of Christ would be a demonstration of what the world is looking for uh, but can only be accomplished uh, through Christ and his gospel, so that, Lord, we then too may be uh, used by you as um, ambassadors of Jesus to see uh, the reconciliation uh, that we enjoy in Christ uh, experienced uh, by others who now are separated uh, from you and, and also uh, from uh, your people, from your family. So, Lord, I pray that you would be powerfully at work among your people uh, to see and experience the unity and peace that we have in Christ. Father, as we continue in prayer, I just want to praise you this morning for Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you that we can look to him and find our soul's needs. Um, Lord, I just thank you that in your amazing plan, you saw fit to lift him up on the cross and be slain for our sins, and yet then raise him up to prove uh, his power over death. And so uh, we just praise you for that um, today, and thank you that you included us in um, your family, that you've brought us um, to yourself that you, because you want us to dwell with you, and that you've broken down walls of hostility that were in place and now we're part of the family. And so we just give you praise for that and thank you for that. Thank you that our, we can be um, unified around this, that we can have a thousand opinions about a thousand other things, and yet this one thing, Jesus Christ, unifies us, and that will stand the test of time. And Lord, we thank you for this yes. passage in Psalm 133 that 
that shows us how that it is beautiful. It is pleasant uh, when we dwell together in unity. And we, Lord, we look forward to that this Sunday as we yes. celebrate the Lord's table. This is significant. This is um, uh, a meal for the battleground uh, of uh, building your church. And so we just give you praise that we get to have the Lord's Supper together. Yes. Lord, we pray uh, that uh, there won't be distractions, Lord. It's, it's going to be odd with um, uh, the distancing and the chairs and the, all the different things that go on in this current era, but we know that all of those things can fall away if we focus our eyes on Jesus. So we pray that even now your Spirit would be at work in our hearts, that we would see Jesus prepare us for this meal together, the Lord's table, this upcoming Sunday. And so we just give you praise for all that you are for us, all that you are for us in Jesus Christ. We thank you that you are our God and that we don't have to go anywhere else and look look for idols and and lesser gods. So we just praise you for uh, loving us. We praise you for your grace and mercy. And we just ask all of these things in the great name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed this, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org. And join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.